Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of PB in Style. This is the place to be to find consistency, clarity, and authenticity as you build your marketing strategies. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that is like so important in your business. It's a lesson that I learned way back when I was selling Premier Designs Jewelry. So thanks Premier for that. And it's something that I feel will really help everyone listening um, in their quest or their journey to build their business and their brand. We're talking scheduling today. So stay tuned. Perfect Podcast Sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Okay, so recently, I I would have to say probably... um, from probably the beginning of summer, like when the kids were getting out of school, I was I started going down this spiral where I was in such a growth mode with my business that I really wanted to make sure I did not miss out on opportunities. I wanted to, even though I was vetting them well and, and I wasn't just trying to like grab any dollar, I was still being very strategic, but I was trying to get as much in as I could. I think I told you in the last podcast that we t- I talked about like, just say yes. It's like, do the things that you wouldn't normally do. Do something different to get a different result. And so I started doing that probably right before the kids got out of school. So May, and I found myself doing different things in my business to grow my business. Like opportunities were arising and I was taking advantage of them and everybody that wanted to meet with me, I wanted to meet with them. I wanted, you know, to do as many one-on-ones. I wanted to go to all the networking meetings. Um, So I had a plan in place and I was really trying to stick to it. I wanted to do these things. Aside from that, I also have a nonprofit, the Unique Friends Foundation. And that um, just blew up this year with, I, you know, developed a program late last year or early last year and through last year and actually started implementing that program this year, developed other programs this year, started the certification for our employers this year. And so that is going on behind the scenes. And then I have a family. I have a husband. I have three beautiful girls. I have one daughter who has special needs, which is why we started the Unique Friends Foundation. Um, and I have a dog and a guinea pig and, you know, I'm mom. And so from the time school let out, you know, everyone's home from school. Everyone wants to, you know, they all want to go in different directions. Now, I must preface this by saying that my daughters are older. I do have my twins are 19. And one of them, Jessica, has um, special needs. And my youngest daughter is 15, but that presents challenges that aren't sometimes talked about. And even though my daughters are older, my 19 year old is going to college here, but she stays home. Um, She does, she goes to work, she comes home, but her schedule affects everyone's schedule because um, someone has to be here with my daughter, Jessica, her twin. So if I have appointments, my husband works from home, 
but if he's out of town, um, my youngest daughter is in school all day. So her schedule still plays a role in everyone else's schedules, even though she's 19 and she's in college. Then we have my 15 year old who in the summertime, she, you know, is doing her driver's ed. She wants to get her permit. So she wants to go drive. She wants to do all these different things. And then my special needs daughter, I'm being told, you know, um, her school is amazing. And so we need to, we're trying to make her as independent as possible. So there are things that we need to do with her throughout the summer that sort of keep her up to date with what she's learned um, in the year past and keep her on target for meeting her goals so that she doesn't um, backtrack or fall uh, wavering what she's learned. And so all of these things, when school lets out, are, are happening all at the same time. I'm building my business. I'm building my nonprofit. My children are home. And what happened was I began to, I, I, it was overload. And I started telling people recently that I felt like a duck where you see me gliding on top of the water, but then underneath my feet are frantically scrambling to keep me afloat and keep me moving. And I, I, I don't know how I stumbled on this, but um, I know what caught my attention is I was just watching this video and the lady in the video said something about a duck. If you feel like a duck treading water, I mean, and it just, I immediately stopped in my tracks and I was like, okay, let's just pause whatever I was looking for on YouTube initially. And let's see what this lady has to say. And guys, it was like a light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, I am so happy that I stumbled on this video. Now, let me just preface this by saying that I, even though I love this video and I am working very hard to implement, um, the strategies that I'm going to share with you today, it's still a challenge because um, I'm a creature of habit like we all are, and it takes a while for, to get in the rhythm, but I'm going to keep you guys abreast of the situation and let you know sort of how it all pans out. But the person's video that I was watching was Jordan Page, and she started talking about this block scheduling. And when she's talking about it, she, in the beginning of her monologue, she's talking about if you feel like a duck who's really like pedaling her feet at, you know, in the water, this video is for you. And that is what made me stop in my tracks. So basically the reason that we get frantic like that and we stress out like that, or one of the reasons is because we do not have control of our calendar. And as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we oftentimes are one person show. So that means we are the marketing department, we're the IT department, we're research and development, we're the sales team, we're human resources. I mean, we are having to wear every single hat. And on top of that, oftentimes we have family, we might have um, church, we may be leaders in the church. Um, there are all these things being thrown at us and so many people trying to, um, you know, fight for position on our schedules. And we have to begin to take control of our calendars so that we can feel like we are, you know, not just treading water, not just trying to stay afloat, but that we are actually making progress in what it is we're trying to do. And so years ago when I did premiere, I was introduced to a concept 
uh, the concept of controlling your calendar. Because when we were talking about setting appointments and, and setting um, parties on our calendar, we want, they told, they taught us to block off days where we wanted to do parties and to highlight them in our calendars. And if we were, and if when we're doing our parties and someone wants to book a party, we start with those dates first. We fill those dates up first. Now, it's a wonderful thing if you only had three parties highlighted on your calendar for the month, but you had seven people who wanted to do parties that month because that just means it's going to be a really good month. But the point is you started off blocking off time to do your shows. That was you controlling your calendar and allowing your part-time business, your fun money business to um, be scheduled in the pockets of time you had available in your everyday schedule. So that was when I was first introduced to some sort of a block scheduling technique. And so if you are in any type of direct sales, you probably know about that and you probably have been taught to do that for your parties. However, what Jordan was saying made so much sense because what I was doing was I was, I would have a list of things that I needed to get done. And I've been good about writing things down. I have a planner. I write things down, my to-do list. I also put scheduled appointments in my phone so that I have alerts and I know like when things are coming now. And then I tell people, if you're not on my calendar, I will forget. So make sure I put this appointment in my calendar that I have it in my calendar. Um, But that is operating from a place of time. Like, okay, I have from whatever time in the morning until whatever time I stop working. And these are the things that I need to get done in that time. But what Jordan said that was so awesome was she's like, instead of blocking off um, days and saying, this is my to-do list, she's saying block off chunks of time and then tell yourself what you're going to do in those blocks of time. And so what she, her example was, she gets up from like six to 9.30. She says, that is my morning routine time. And in that time frame, it doesn't matter where in that time frame, but at some, at some point between six o'clock in the morning and 9.30 in the morning, she does her Bible study, her prayer time, her getting kids breakfast, getting her breakfast, getting exercise, cleaning the kitchen, doing a little light cleaning. Um, that's what she does in that time. And so she's blocked it out. So she knows beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter who calls her, no matter what happens, that these are the things that she has planned to do with her time in this block. And then she says that she goes, she goes on to say from 9.30 until 12.30, the things that she wants to get done in that time are errands that need to be run. Um, she does her, uh, that might be when she does her doctor's appointments, things of that nature. So now when it's time, if the kids have a doctor's appointment or she needs to take, go to a doctor, schedule something, she knows that her 9.30 to 12.30 time period is the best time to do that because she's blocked that off for that specific activity. Then she has like, she's blocked out her work time, whatever time from 1230 when her kids are napping until, you know, the kids come home from school. She tries to get in a little bit of actual work for her business. Um, But then she has her family time where she knows this time from, for me, I've scheduled it for me from four to seven. That is my family time. I'm either cooking dinner, um, getting my daughter ready for bed, spending time hearing about the kids day after school, 
checking in with my husband to see if anything needs to be done. Um, and, but th- it's blocks. So I know if I'm going to schedule appointments with someone that the scheduling of appointments has to fall within a certain time frame. That's the first period of time that I look at when I am being asked for an appointment. And typically for me, that is between the hours of like 10 and 1. Because from 10 and 1 or, or 9.45 and 1 uh, or, or 2, I'm sorry, 10.30 to 2, 10 to 2. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I know I eat lunch at 1. And um, so I can get activities, run errands, do meetings between 10 and 2. And then I can come back and work from my 2 to 4. And so it's this block scheduling thing is amazing. So I will link that uh, YouTube video in this podcast below because I just really think for those of you who are one woman, one man show who feels like a duck and they're tre- treading water underneath trying to stay afloat, um, this would be an amazing um, tool for you to use to sort of get control of your calendar, get control of your time. I had already segmented off Monday, Wednesday, Friday for my business and Tuesday, Thursday for my nonprofit. So I was doing a good job at that. But what I was not doing a good job at was not feeling like I was allowing everyone else to take control of my calendar. Anybody that wanted to do a one-on-one, I was like, okay, what what day is good for you? And whatever time I had available in my calendar that didn't have something on it, I was willing to fill that time. But what happens is I found myself running, 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 and things are falling between the cracks. Hence why you're getting this podcast so late, because usually I'm trying to get those out on Wednesdays now. And I did not, I missed the mark. And my videos that I have backed up, I've got a whole bullpen of videos that need to be edited and put out for you guys. And I've just allowed clients, um, nonprofit, all these other things to take control of my calendar. And so I really wanted to talk in this podcast today about your schedule and really getting command of your schedule because what it will do is it makes you do two things. One, accept reality. And that is you only have so many hours in a day that you can do business and, you know, be awake. So You have to accept that you cannot do everything. You are not going to be able to fit everything in. You are not going to be able to do every single one-on-one at the time the other person wants you to do it. So you have to command your schedule. And when people ask you for a one-on-one, you can look at your calendar and see the blocks of time that you've set aside to do your one-on-ones, if that block of time on that particular day is full, you can't do a one-on-one that day because that block of time, you have to go to the next day that is available for that particular activity and that block of time. So for instance, if someone wants to do a one-on-one with me and I know that I only do one-on-ones on Monday, Wednesdays, I mean on Tuesdays and Thursdays, then If the block of time between 10 and 2 is full on Tuesdays and Thursdays, both days that week, then I have to go to the next week. I am not going to look at my Monday, Wednesday, Friday 
because I don't do one-on-ones on Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. I do them on Tuesdays or Thursdays. And there is a reason behind that. Um, but the point is Tuesdays and Thursdays, if my time between 10 and two is full, then I have to go to the next block of time on a Tuesday and Thursday that is not full. And that's the day that I can put down that one-on-one. So you have to accept you can't do everything. Okay. The next thing is that you have to remember success takes time because you may have to push something off unless it's urgent. Now, obviously I'm not telling you, you know, if this is an emergency and this person's willing to pay you millions of dollars that you're just going to push, you're going to blow them off. No, that's not what I'm saying. Obviously you make time for things like that. But if it's just a one-on-one, someone's trying, you know, you guys are just wanting to get the initial ball rolling with your relationship and the rapport building. Um, you want to find out about each other's businesses. That's not a money call necessarily. And so you can you can push that one back. But, but in doing that, when you're pushing these things back, that could mean that your business is just gonna, it's just going to grow maybe a little bit slower because like we said, you're a one-woman show. That's going to happen anyway. Unless you've got eight arms and you have five brains, if you're a one-person show, success could come very slowly. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because sometimes that just makes the best, most solid level of success when you're taking your time, you've really built a foundation and you've grown your business in an organic manner. That's what I believe. But for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about scheduling and really taking command of your calendar. When you do that, you need to manage your expectations and realize that success just doesn't come overnight for your business in most instances. And so in taking command of your calendar, you are beginning to control your own destiny in terms of your business growth, because now you can be much more intentional when you set appointments. You can begin to qualify appointments easier because they are, you know, your time is your money. And if it's not going to yield an immediate fruit, your, your, your best bet is to um, just find a spot in your block of time, regardless of when it is in the future and set the appointment then. Um, but then also knowing that you need to manage your expectations and know that, you know, success takes time, but you want to build a solid foundation for your business and you don't want to get started and become habitual at over scheduling yourself, over booking yourself and allowing other people to take control of your calendar. So in controlling your calendar, doing this block scheduling or a version, whatever version works for you. I just happen to really like what Jordan Page was saying about the block scheduling. And I really like that. So for me, I wanted to share it with you. Um, but for me, I feel like, um, the block scheduling is amazing. And I have acknowledged that I cannot do everything and that, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to have to take my time and push things to the next day. I can't get it all done in a day and that that's going to take a little time and that's okay. But then the also the, the other thing too is the acceptance that your journey is your journey and trying to go so fast to, to, to win some race or to beat someone else there or to get the thing before somebody else gets the thing. Guess what? Your journey is your journey and no one can take that away from you. If you take control of your time, then you are better capable of making decisions that will positively affect your business because now you have slowed yourself down enough 
that you can really consider what is being presented to you because, and you can decipher whether or not this is something that is an immediate need for attention or something that can be postponed. And you can really step back and evaluate um, how it's going to affect your business in a way that um, can help you be more intentional when you set the appointment. So taking control of your calendar um, does two things. The first one is it allows you to um, accept the fact that you can't do everything. Success is, is going to take you a little bit of time and that your journey is your journey. And so there is no need to rush. You, As long as you build a solid foundation, you're set. Now, the next thing it allows you to do, and this is why I was so excited about this blog scheduling, because it gives you balance. If I am not rushing around trying to make sure my to-do list gets done, then the things that I least want to do won't get at, won't be put at the bottom of the list and have a higher chance of not getting done that day. For instance, I do not like to exercise. I really don't know anyone who really likes to exercise. I know people who do it and they feel better and the feeling better part is what they like. But the actual action of exercising, I don't know too many people who are like, ooh, I just love running. But balance. When you take command of your schedule, you can find balance. And that is the other thing that was causing me anxiety, people. I wanted to, I want to be healthy, right? So even though exercise is not something that I'm just dying to do, it is something that I know I need to do. And because it will help me maintain my health, I want to do it. So I have become very frustrated because before school was out last year, I had a nice little routine. I was doing different things, but then, oh my gosh, when the kids got out for summer, it was run this one, this place, practice driving with this one, work on such and such with this one take the dog to the vet, you know, my husband was out of town. I've got, so it was just chaos. And I lost track of myself in that, in terms of doing the things that I need to do for myself. Hence, personal health, health and wellness, my spiritual and emotional health. And then, like I said, just now my physical health. So when you command your schedule, when you take control of your schedule, however way I am endorsing this block scheduling thing because it's just amazing even though I've been doing it for two weeks and um, I'm still trying to get the hang of it trying to make myself stay within my blocks but you know 21 days makes a habit I'll come back to you and tell you how it's going but when you take control of your schedule you can find your personal balance so now I know that between the hours of 6 and 10 I need to do my Bible study. I need to pray. I need to get my exercise in. I need to have breakfast. I can sit on the sofa with my cup of coffee and have my just woosah moment before my day. I need those things. These are all the things that I've figured out over the years that I really need to maintain balance in my life. So I can do those things because now there's no pressure. I know that between six and 10, I have four hours to get those things done in whatever order I want to get them done. So if it's like 945 and I know I haven't worked out yet, guess what? I can do a 15 minute hit training and boom, my exercise is done. Um, and so 
that. But see, the thing is, too, that Jordan made a good point is if you're going to do that, then everything has to be done in that block of time. So um, that example I just gave you probably wouldn't work. So um, if you are going to do all these things within the block of time, say if working out is one of those things at the end of that block of time, you've got to be ready for the next block of time. And my next block of time is to do, go out and uh, either just do my work, which is go to my office and work or home and work. Um, but if it's a Tuesday or a Thursday and I have appointments and meetings, then that means I have to be dressed and ready to go and walk out my door at 10 o'clock. So I can't work out at 9.45 to 10 because I have to have showered and be dressed and ready to go by 10 o'clock. So that really does help you stay in line with your day. And so it provides balance because now I know that I have these four hours to casually, if I like, depending on how much time each thing takes to casually get up, read my Bible, study, read, uh, do my prayer time, have my Bible study, um, sit on my sofa and drink my coffee if that's what I want to do, get my daughter ready for school, get myself ready, eat breakfast, clean up from breakfast, get showered, everything. I know that that's what I'm going to be doing from six to 10. So it just makes the day awesome and it provides balance. I know that from nine to 11 or 8.30 to 11, I call that my boo time. So that means everything else in my day is done and I am shutting down any extra work that I was working on and between eight, 8.30 and 11 and after, that's my boo time. That's when I'm sitting on the sofa, cuddling up, watching a show. That's when I am talking about plans for whatever's going to happen, whatever date we're going to go on. Um, we're getting ready for bed. You know, all the things that happen at night with your boo, they'll happen in those times, right? Um, so it's just, and then I know that I've got the quality time with my spouse that I need because it's on my calendar. And even though the day might be crazy, I know that by eight o'clock, I can shut all of that off. And I could concentrate on my boo. And so I think that this block scheduling or this, you know, just really taking control of your calendar is a humongous thing that we as small business owners, especially those of us who are solopreneurs, should really consider for ourselves, for our sanity and for balance in our life. So now I want to hear from you. I want to know how are you taking control of your calendar? And if you have any tips to share, um, please do so in the comments below because I want to hear from you. Now, guys, I'm just going to go out and tell you this. I am really trying to connect with you, build relationships with you because that's what this is all about. PBN style stands for your personal branding style. How are you connecting authentically with clarity and consistency to those you are trying to do business with. And that's what I want to do with you. So if you are listening to this podcast, please, please, please go over on iTunes and subscribe. Give us a big thumbs up here on the website if that's where you're listening to this and make comments, share comments. I want to talk to you. I want to hear from you. I don't want a blank page. So if you're hearing this, guys, marketing and building your business and really engaging with your audience, that is a thing. So I want you to make comments below. I want you to share this uh, podcast with those that you know are struggling with time management and 
balance in their life because it's it's a big it's a big issue and we'll run ourselves crazy because we're loving what we're doing and we will let people take control of our calendar but I am telling you in this podcast we need to take control back so until next week guys I hope you have a fantastic weekend and remember you have to be the brand Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks and we'll see you next time.